0: This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast.
1: For more on this open game, our second game of the afternoon, let's head it over to Brock Richardson and the panel. Gentlemen.
0: Thank you, David. Gentlemen, I'm still sitting here with uh, Cam Jenkins and Brett Wills. Gentlemen, thoughts on this game that we
2: just witnessed? Cam team gold they seem to be a powerhouse and i wouldn't be surprised if they're going to end up being in the gold medal game uh, at the end of the weekend to be quite honest with you and what can you say jason yuha he's channeling his inner gretzky uh, he was phenomenal this game
0: whoa, whoa 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 did you just
2: compare him to gretzky that is some big shoes to fill absolutely he was all over the ice between him and dufour they dominated the game And one thing that I'm learning about the blind hockey is is that once you're in the offensive zone, you have to make a pass in order to be able and then you're able to try to score a goal. If that wasn't the case, Jason, Yuha, He would have had so many breakaways this game. It wouldn't have even been funny. He would have maybe had 10 goals. Who knows how many he would have had?
0: Yeah, Brett, the one thing I want to ask you is uh, the uh, gold goalie didn't ha- have a lot of action at parts of the tournament. How do you think that can help him and or hinder him moving forward in the tournament?
3: I, I think that uh, for the day, maybe it'll help him. But uh, overall, for the weekend, it, it's it's probably going to hinder him. Um, I know that uh, from personal experience, and Cameron can speak to this too, <laughs> that uh you, you you sit for a long period of time. You, you get cold physically, but you you also get cold mentally. And and uh, if uh, a guy decides that he he's gonna break in on a whatever, uh, and uh, they skate down the ice and take a shot, who, who knows? It, it's up in the air. Like it, it's fifty fifty. You get stop the puck or you can let it
0: in. And so if um, if you if the goalie is let's say he's gonna listen to this, what would you give him advice? You know, going back tonight, how does he remain focused? Uh, it's, uh, goaltending
3: is what? Cameron, what would you say? Like 80% metal and 20% physical?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's all a mental game at the end of the day. And you've got to be really focused. So um, if you're asking Brock what he should be doing between games or to keep in shape um you know uh, maybe busting out the calm app which is a great meditation uh, app to be able to use during the game just so you can focus whether it's sitting in the stands here and going right in behind the net behind the goalie and just watching the play and being able to focus that way too
3: The the thing you have to understand about goalies is we're we're all a special breed, right? And so we we have our little nuances. Especially you. Yeah, especially me. (laughs) Um, But we have our little nuances to get prepared for our games and whatnot. And uh, if uh, whatever he did before this game works for him going forward, great. If not, uh, and he has to change something up a little bit, uh, whatever works for him going forward. And uh, hopefully uh, we see him... uh, uh, compete uh, as well as he did
0: this time uh going towards the weekend how does uh red bounce back from a game like this in your opinion camp
2: you know what sometimes you just gotta say the other team they were better in all facets of the game and we just gotta go out and we've got to play our next game and uh compete in whatever our system is uh, for the game, um, you know, they didn't play a terrible game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, take Jason Yuha off of that team, and I think that would have been a different game. So now, okay, you've got a team that's
0: come off of a, a really close, close loss. You've got a team that, you know, got overmatched in certain parts of the game. At other parts of the game, it was, it was, um, you know, pretty even. How? Do we think that those two teams can now can now just just like refresh, rejuvenate, move forward from from those? Whether you blew out, a t- let's start with the team that 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 won over. How do you not become overconfident?
2: Well, I, I think at the end of the day, you just got to realize that you played that one game, and there's more games to come. And, you know, if they're, if they're going to get overconfident, then they're going to end up losing because Team Yellow, I think they've got a phenomenal team as well. And if they get too confident uh, within themselves, I think Team Yellow is going to take them to task. So, but I can see Team Gold and Team Yellow being in the gold medal game. I'll call it right now.
3: And the thing we have to understand is that tomorrow is a brand new day. So, I mean, whatever we saw today, we're definitely not going to see it tomorrow
0: yeah because athletes are are um you know you reset you get a good sleep new breakfast everything starts again it's zero you're each gonna get two
2: games again and you move on from that um and well, i think randy banks uh that was defense for the red team i think he played a really good game and he got uh, i believe it was a second goal as well so you know a couple of other uh, um, shots here and there it could have been a different game too And again, uh, for the listening
0: audience, uh, gold and yellow will have to play each other in the preliminary round, uh, as will black have to play both of those teams. And I'm really looking forward to to both of those games because that's really going to kind of
2: set apart the the teams, I think. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think uh, you hit the nail right on the head there, Brock.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. I know that... um, and uh, we'll, we'll bring Jeff in again. But Jeff has some uh, bold uh, predictions for MVP uh, that we're going to get his thoughts on uh, later on because uh, he made some bold predictions while we were watching that game. What do we look forward to in the next matchup with the uh, low vision group?
2: Once again, we've had two great games in a row, and I'm looking forward to this game. I don't uh, expect this game to be any different. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I've been on the edge of my seat for two games now, and I expect this one to be absolutely no different.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Brent, your thoughts? Well, the one thing that
3: we continue to talk about is how amazing that these all these athletes have been, um, whether they're in their first uh, tournament or uh, they are a uh, veteran. And uh, uh, just like Cameron said, uh, I, I'm, I've been on the edge of my seat the entire uh, day, and uh, I just look forward to uh, what we have in store for 545.
0: What would you guys say was something that you expected to happen in the tournament in the two games that you've seen and something you didn't expect to see? Brett, I'll let you go first. Let's start with the expected part.
3: You know, um, I expected to see um, a bunch of good games of hockey. What I didn't expect to see was the, I'll call it incidental contact. Um, We've had a few uh, incidental contact uh, situations where... uh,
1: They've been heavy, heavy hits. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. With that, we're gonna go down, go back to Dave, as
4: he's gonna set up another interview.
1: Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Brock. Uh, Let's head down to ice level with Jeff Ryman with our special guest Jason Yuha.
4: I'm ringside with Jason Yuha of the victorious Gold Team. They won four to two. Jason was a huge part of that victory. Uh, Jason, is this your first time in Toronto? I just want to ask you that first. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And this is your first time actually playing, or second time actually playing blind Blind hockey. hockey. Um, can you speak to about your past playing hockey?
5: Uh, yeah, I've uh, grown up in hockey. I guess my whole family played, and I uh, played ever since I was, you know, four or five years old, and played uh, all the way minor hockey up through all the way through midget, and then junior B, and that was the last competitive hockey I played was junior B, and then now I just kind of play rec hockey back home. But yeah, so I played hockey my whole life. so. It,
4: it really shows. I mean, you were flying around out there. Um, I, I asked this to our previous guest. Um, how does it feel? Like, is it hard to really gel with your team? Because a lot of these guys come from, from like across North America. So can you speak to that and how that gelling works?
5: Yeah, it's a little tough. Guys you never played with. Or, and for everyone being visually impaired, it's hard to read off into one another what their tendencies are and that. So it's it definitely, there's a learning curve to it. But it's, we seem to do all right out there so far for game one. That's good.
4: And you also have some nifty hands. You're showing off a little bit of moves. Uh, how would you best describe your game?
5: Yeah, definitely a speed and Skill kind of game. I'm not a big physical player or anything, but I like to skate with the puck and make plays and score goals. So.
4: And finally, I've been asking this to everybody as well. Uh, this is a huge tournament, obviously one of the biggest ones in uh, all of the sport. Um, how, how does it feel to be in Canada or Toronto, rather, and in such a historical building? What are you looking forward to in this uh, this event?
5: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, when they when I heard they were playing in Old Maple Leaf Gardens, that was a huge check for me to come and play. So. Yeah, it's, it's been great, and just being around the city, went to the Blue Jays' home opener yesterday, so that was awesome, and going to another game tonight, and then the Leafs game tomorrow night, so it's going to be a nice holiday, that's for sure, and just playing in this venue, is it's pretty spectacular. Not too many guys can say they played in Maple Leaf Gardens, so that's pretty, pretty cool.
4: Awesome, thank you so much.
5: Yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Jeff, and man, you know what? Uh, Jeff Hart-Ryman joins us now upstairs here in the booth. Jason's having himself a pretty good uh, Toronto weekend. If he's going to two Blue Jay games, the, the Maple Leaf—I mean, where's this guy coming up with the money to get these tickets? Uh, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping somebody's helping him out here because you know it's not it's not cheap going to a Maple Leaf game and and going to back-to-back Blue Jay games, including the home opener. The guy is living in <laughs> style this week, and he's doing Toronto right.
4: I guess if you come to Toronto, you have to go big or go home, right? That's I exactly mean, that. Blue Jays' home opener. I've lived in <laughs> Toronto my whole life. I have yet to go to one of those. I mean, I don't know how you got tickets. He must have purchased tickets like six months in advance. He oh, knew he was coming here. It, and, it, uh, was a
1: funny, it was very funny and a good a good question by you there downstairs talking to him after the game.
4: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, I, speaking with him, he played junior B hockey. Yeah. I mean, this guy's been spectacular for me. He was the highlight of last game. He was unbelievable. He was just dancing around there. His hands, which I asked him, were, were phenomenal. And right now, I actually want to bring in the neutral zone, guys, and get your thoughts on this. Because honestly, I think Jason Uha, and I was telling you guys this, I think Here he it has is, the guys. Potential. Here it is. Get ready. He is going to be the future MVP of this tournament. Uh, kelly serbu is phenomenal as well Mm -hmm. however i think this year jason yuha has got i mean this is only his second blind hockey tournament uh he's ever been in he wasn't here last year and he's got speed he's got hands he's got the skill and he's just 26 years old Mm -hmm. he's he's still got uh, so much potential to come so i'm calling it right here right now i think on sunday you will hear his name called as a MVP candidate, or at least, or no MVP, MVP of the tournament, MVP of thinking? the tournament. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm calling I, it. I don't blame you for calling that, but I think who uh, was the MVP last year. It was well, Kelly Serbu.
4: Yeah, and Kelly I think Surbu he's going to have yeah. a
2: little uh, something to say about that too. So <laughs> I'm looking for <forward laughs> the gold I'm medal Maybe I'll start the
4: pot. Maybe I'm just getting these guys amped. Up. I hope they're all listening. So now they all want to, you know, the drive. I hope the drive's there for them now, and I hope uh, that. Jason doesn't go out tomorrow to the Leaf game and come back on Sunday and a little bit tired, you know what I mean?
0: I, I'm calling uh, Serbu as well. I Just to compete with Jeff, I don't want to... I want a pool going up here in the booth. Uh, I want to see what's going on, but he's... Jason's definitely got good sports taste. I mean, going to... A Leaf game and Blue Jays game. Unfortunately, what happened last night. But you mentioned it earlier about you know guys not going to s- bed early. Someone mentioned it earlier. Guys not going to go to bed early. It's clear that that's uh, the case in this situation.
4: Brett, what
3: do you have to say about well, this? Well, and Jeff, you you hit it right on the head. If if the guy's gonna go out uh, night after night this entire weekend, <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds like something you would do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know you know it's something that I've done in the past. <laughs> uh, you wake up early for a. Uh, uh, an 8 a.m. tournament hockey game and uh, You went to bed at 2 30 or 3 o'clock the, the previous uh, morning and it, It's it becomes a messy messy day the next day
4: and I also want to get your thoughts I mean these, these guys have been playing their hearts out obviously two close games 4 two in the second game three two in overtime in the first game. Uh, this is your first experience watching this live uh, How do you guys feel about this tournament so far? I've absolutely loved it, Uh, especially that first
2: game. What a way to open up uh, Canadian championships with that first game and going to overtime. Uh, It's been great. I've learned a lot. I'm really interested in the goalies because I was a goalie myself in sledge hockey. So it's really interesting to see how they're uh, down on the ice with their legs down all of the time. I mean, you really got to get the puck up to get it in the... uh, Uh, And then, like I mentioned before with Jason Yuha, you always have to make that pass in order to be able to score a goal when you're in the offensive zone. So that's something really interesting to me as well, um, that you have to do that, because otherwise, like I said, Jason Yuha, he might have had 10 goals that past game.
3: And I've been a goalie myself as well, playing sledge hockey, and I I can't imagine what, what it's like to be low vision, having something whipped at your head. Um, I know uh, w- watching a puck come at my head with full vision, it's, it's scary enough. It's, I, I just, uh, hats off to
0: all these guys. And also, Brett would be really in trouble at this tournament because he'd have to keep down the uh, the top corner exposed, so Brett would have a lot of trouble catching the top corner. I've seen him play goalie before. It's, it's... <laughs> and you guys have mentioned
4: that you guys have played sledge hockey before. Do you guys see any comparisons at all between the two here or any parallels?
3: Well, I, I think uh, if you uh, if you take a really good look at it, uh, across the board, whether it's able-bodied hockey or blind hockey or sledge hockey, um, there's a ton of, of comparables. Um, it's just uh, there's little nuances that are that are different uh, uh, with this game, uh, with the bigger puck and uh, the smaller nets. Um, we, with our uh, sledge hockey, the fact that we're low to the to the ice. Um, and uh, the board's not giving uh, in the lower half. Um, it's just um, we keep living by the whole moniker that hockey is for everyone. So,
2: yep. And it is. And the uh, comparison that I see with sledge hockey and the Canadian Blind Hockey Championships that I've been watching are the goalies. They're down all of the time. They're not necessarily standing up. And they're down almost doing the splits. <laughs> and there's no way I'd ever be able to do the splits again. <laughs> so they're low to the ground. And sledge hockey is very low to the ground. So I can see definitely a comparison with the goalie and the technique that a sledge hockey goalie has to compare to a Canadian uh, uh, blind um, and Goldie as well.
4: So has it surpassed your
0: expectations at this whole event? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the speed has been what's, what's blown my mind. Like, yeah. I, the last, yeah. you know, the first two games, I'm just thinking, these guys are flying around, you know? Like, I'd love to see, you know, these guys compete with the fully sighted athletes. It would be pretty close to 1-1 one one and one aim for sure.
3: If you didn't notice that that puck was a little bit bigger, you would have sworn that you were watching a
4: uh, well, fully sighted uh, hockey. Exactly, and that's. I think that's one of the things that I noticed last year was that uh, my parents actually came. My mom came down, and she said, "So, it, it, when does the event start?" I'm like, "It's it's on right now," because uh, <laughs> yeah, she. Had, I mean, she's I been watching me and my brother play our whole lives, and uh, it was pretty surprising. I mean, I, I think if the puck didn't make noise and you didn't take notice of the puck or the shorter nets, you'd, be, you'd think that you were basically walking into a traditional hockey game, which is pretty incredible to see. Yeah, absolutely. With some of the passing, that's happened yeah. as well. Crisp tape to tape.
2: It's been unbelievable. And the passing is something you'd have to be good at because you got to make a,
0: a pass in the offensive zone. So I'm sure that's something they train at really, really hard. And you could see it on the ice. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media